Welcome to Apples and Oranges. Ooh, it's podcast o'clock, baby. Yep, folks, we're back again with another Apples and Oranges. It's me, Japples. We're here with uh, Matt. And it, it, it's me, Matt, Matt Mapples. Uh, and with us today, we have, uh, gosh, he's sort of a master of all trades. Uh, it's Big Chobo. Big Chobo's in the house. Now, you guys are both, you're, you're Japples and Mapples. Neither of you is Jorange or Morange. No, because nothing rhymes with orange. Well, Jorange. I don't, I don't and, know what uh, the hell that's even supposed to be. And and then off the top of my head, Morange. You want more? <laughs> yeah, I want a little uh, bit more if I could. Well, let's give you some more. Let's rattle off some of your credits. Uh, Big Chobo. You're a, you're a singer, songwriter, rapper, uh, comedian. Uh, yeah. The extraordinaire. Yeah, I would I would say top of the show business uh, totem pole. I would say sort of leader of thought and uh, style, uh, sort of a style icon. What about uh, leisure? Leisure. Yeah, I would say I'm a leader in leisure for sure. Absolutely. Not just leisure, but also athleisure. Ah. Mm. Uh, Lululemon. Do, do you do you rock that or do you do you sock that? That is to say, put it away or punch it in the face. I I put it away after I do my laundry because I own a lot of Lululemon. Mm, yeah, I see. I, it's a lot of uh, you're wearing a lot of spandex currently. A, a guy like me needs about three to four layers of spandex <laughs> just to get through the day. And is it? It's sort of all rubbing up against each other. I'm noticing. Yeah, there's sort of a lot of static going on that's involved. It's very hot. It's very hot. Yeah, I you, you do look like you're drenched in sweat right now. Oh, I look that way because I am. Believe you me. Oh, okay. See, the last time something like this happened where someone looked like they were drenched in sweat, I was entirely mistaken. Ah. Uh, you see, Jack had just taken a dip in the pool while fully clothed. Ah, yeah, he does that. He does that. He's I, been over. He's been over to the pool a couple times. Look, I'll take a dip. I'll take a dip in my clothes just to keep everyone else, uh, you know, on their toes. Um, yeah, he likes to take a dip in the uh, the Matt and Jack LLC uh, pool. Now you guys have a nice pool. I'll I'll give you that. It's a nice pool. It's a nice kidney shaped pool. I don't know if the listeners have seen your pool. It's fine. You know, it's it's nice. It's nothing what like do you mean the. Fine? Uh, well, listen. You know, I I don't want to. I'm a little bit ahead of you guys in show business, so I have a nicer pool. It's not a big deal. I've got a, you you're, know, a, 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 a you've heard like of the Olympics. <laughs> yes, it's shaped exactly like a pancreas. And, uh, and uh, are the rumors true that it's shaped exactly like your pancreas? The rumors are not true. It is a, mm. it's shaped like Rihanna's pancreas. Rihanna designed it. It's sort of a f savage Fenty swimming pool. <laughs> Um, she's a close personal friend and, uh, yeah, she, lo she loaned me the shape of her pancreas. I do now own it legally, the shape. Oh, wow. You own the pancreas. Do you own just the IP of the pancreas or the pancreas itself? Yeah, I own the intellectual pancreas. Yes. The IP. <laughs> so, so let's say she has some sort of pancreatic, uh, failure, uh, that would forbid. be, yes, that would be my responsibility to cover that and to take care of that. Which I'd be happy to do. Again, she's a close personal friend. God forbid anything bad should happen to Rihanna's pancreas. I would also be uh, responsible for um, making sure that my pool reflects such, you know, if she ever had an issue with her pancreas, 
my pool would need to have a commensurate issue. So I'm hoping sure. that that doesn't happen for multiple reasons. Mm. Sure. So if if you if your good friend Rihanna were to fall under the weather for some pancreatic reason, you would sort of in spirit uh, dye all the water in your pool red in order to reflect the flood the the flood of blood flooding into her pancreas. Yeah. Yeah. I w I wouldn't bleed real human beings into the pool. Oh God, no! That that can be very expensive. <laughs> no, for the record, I wouldn't and have never bled human beings into my pancreatic-shaped swimming pool. We've had one or two human beings bled into our uh, kidney-shaped pool. Yeah, but that's because but, I I slipped while trying to get in once. Yeah, and you were shaving at the time. Yeah. Well, and also you'd just been shot, right? Yeah, by <laughs> me. I didn't realize the thing was loaded. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's kind of a shame that we have our skeet shooting set up right next to the uh, organ pool, but uh, but uh, you know when you want to shoot skeet, uh, you got to do it fast. That's true, and you got to do near water. You know what I always say, boys: skeet, 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 motherfucker. Yeah, and that's sort of that's sort of what I follow uh, my my life by those words. Who was it that said that? I believe that was uh, that was John. That was my good friend John. Oh, yes. John! Yes, he was over by the uh, by the house the other day. Went mm, for a yeah. dip. Kept his sunglasses on, which uh, which is fine by me. But you know, you'd really want to see my house. Sure. Well, I mean, it's it's very impressive uh, uh, for everyone uh, who's listening. It's. I, I've never seen a house quite like it. Uh, it it's sort of a, a one foot by one foot uh, sort of square that then shoots straight up and is about how many stories high, would you say? Oh, as many stories as there are in uh, in this great city of ours. You know, I would say that uh, mm, a thousand about about one thousand. Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, that's very impressive. I'd uh, love to visit, but uh doesn't seem nice. Can I ask, can you guys hear the um, aggressive death metal music that's playing in the background of my home right now? No, not really, actually. No, it, it sounds more like uh, like the light buzz of like someone starting up a tractor, perhaps. I but it's see. Very, it's not very noticeable. Uh, it's not is... It's not bothering anybody. I just want to make sure yeah. because my good friend Ed Sheeran is over and he is exploring <laughs> new sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're more concerned if it bothers Ed that, you know, this is going to drop, I think, this Friday. I don't know if we want to release any, that'll be any conflict with him. Unreleased Ed, material. Ed's Ed's a big fan. Really? Oh, no way. Huge, huge fan of the pod. In fact, he was a little bit uh, insulted that Big Chobo got to get on before uh, Eddie Shears. Well, but, that's uh, actually you between know, I... Matt and Ed. Uh, there is some, there's some bad blood there. Yeah, the uh, Taylor Swift actually wrote a song about it, Trouble, and it um, there was a bit of trouble between us. Uh, I I knew you were trouble when I logged in to this Zoom call. Yeah, because I have trouble tattooed on my forehead in sort of a classy font like the Jared Leto Joker. Yeah, it's I think it's cool, man. I don't care what anyone says. I think it's cool. See, Matt, it is cool. Thank you. I don't know what you mean by you don't care what anyone says. Do people not think it's cool? I don't care what Ed Sheeran says, you know? I'm happy to let him come over and explore new sounds, you know? I've got great acoustics in my place because it's so narrow. Yeah, yeah. which is great for acoustics. 
everyone knows that for acoustics you want high 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 ceilings yes and narrow walls you want the walls to be bouncing off each other the sound echoing reverberating but also you want the walls to suck up as much sound as possible oh you need them to suck you need them to suck up that (laughs) sound baby yeah, I, I've noticed interesting architectural decision. I mean, we, look, we don't usually spend this much time on the architecture of our guest homes, but you're you, you're such a uh, tastemaker. I've noticed you have several bendy straws sticking out of the walls of your home. It's very wild. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is that for acoustics or? Nope, that's because I like to sip. And uh, on the other <laughs> side of those straws, I've got any number of uh, you know what I call mystery beverages. Oh. And uh, mm-hmm. they range from mojitos to nojitos mm. to uh, fojitos and uh, so on and so forth. Oh, surely you don't uh, know of a fourth drink that uh, also rhymes with ojitos. Uh, Dorjitos, do, which are uh, it's a mojito mm. with Doritos. Ah, muddled chip in the center. Sounds delicious. Mm. Oh, so you know mixology. Oh yes, I went to the um, I went to the mixologist uh, university. Oh well, I didn't know you guys were such a Renaissance men. I'm a raconteur. I thought you guys were just podcast guys, like uh, my good buddy Mark Marin. Oh, I'm just like Mark Marin. In what ways would you say? Well, okay. For instance, who are your guys? Oh, you are just like my buddy Mark. Oh, I want to know. I, oh, I really, real I'm like him for real. This was a pivot. Uh, Who are your guys? Thanks. Thank you for asking. Uh, ben Shapiro, Bill O'Reilly, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All righty. Uh, Big Chobo, thank you for being here. We we have a, a, a little opening question we often ask on this show, and uh, why it's 10 minutes in, and I'd be remiss to not ask it never, forever, never. I got to know. I and, and our listeners are loyal. <laughs> loyal listeners they gotta know as well do you big chobo have any debate experience no no formal debate experience whatsoever but as i as i said i am close personal friends with ben shapiro so Mm. i I did reach out to him before this and i asked him for some pointers uh he told me uh keep your cool stay in school use your education as your most important tool so Ah. i'm just gonna try and uh, do right by my boy benny and uh you know try to hold my own Next and, time we speak uh, to Ben, uh, we're, we've been trying to get him on this pod yeah. since its inception. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, did that, he like? Did he say anything about us? Or listen, uh, you know, I'm trying to be politic here. Show business is, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta be a little bit diplomatic. But he is. Let's just say he's a uh, Ed Sheeran army all the way. You know, oh. he's. Uh, oh, say no more. You know, I, once uh... you mend that, once you mend that fence, I think that you know the world will open up to you. <sighs> I I'm waiting for Ed. I'm waiting for an apology. So that's not going to happen for me. I'll tell you that. Listen, if you need Big Chobo to uh, broker a piece, you know I do that kind of thing. You just reach out to my management and we'll negotiate a price. Oh, okay. I mean, we have you right now. Can we just sort of talk no. about this? No. no? You, you don't talk money the, on you, air. You you go through my management. Oh, and, it's uh, it's about the channels. It's about me going through <laughs> the 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 necessary channels. Yeah. Well, I'm a professional. Okay. I don't know what you are, but I'm a professional. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I'm a professional. I um, I'm oh, shooting good. out an email Glad right now. Glad to hear it. I'm Glad sending an email it. out right now. Let's Thank see. You. Let's see. Uh, but can you just refresh? See if your management has uh, emailed you. Let's see here. Refreshing. Refreshing. 
No, no, just movie offers. Just movie offers. I don't want to do. Really? What's uh? Yeah. If if you don't mind my asking, what what, what are you getting top, offered? Top of the list. Uh, they keep wanting me to replace Adam Sandler. Just in general, just to replace him. Uh, so he can retire. I'll do all the rest of the movies. You know, I'll do all the funny bits. I'll do the baby voice and stuff. Uh, I think he's got another five, ten years in him. You know, and I, I think it's too early. That's that's all I'm gonna say on that. All right, that's fair. And that's that's, and that's fair, big final. Show. And that's final. All righty. And 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 with the the final word being spoken, with a, sort of a, a sense of completion, a, a sense of finality entering the show, I think this is the ultimate pivot point, the ultimate transition between uh, uh, segment uh, one and segment A of this show. That's right. I have two topics right here, folks. I have two topics right here. Jack, if if you so please. Jack, would you argue in favor of a uh, a sandwich? A sandwich. And Big Chobo. Big Chobo, would you please argue in favor of a video game? Oh, just, okay, I thought you had something else. Just a video game. A One video game. Choice. Oh, a game from so, the video. For my, for my sandwich, uh, I'm going to choose uh, peanut butter and jelly. And... My opening statement, uh, folks, PB&J, an iconic duo, they improve each other, uh, other sandwiches with lunch meat and all that other garbage in them uh, are terrible compared to just sort of the, the, the medley of flavor you get with that PB&J. Uh, video games, they rot your brain. And uh, they really just have you sitting in front of a screen as where PBJ is like uh, a real culinary experience and, you know, actually, you know, requires some effort. You have to prepare the sandwich video game. You just plop down and it's it's passive. It's, it's mine rotting. And that's my I'm going to I'll yield my opening statement there. I'm, I'm here curious to hear what uh, Chobo has a video game. Thank you very much, Jack. Um, yes, the peanut butter and jelly sandwich is a is a known entity. It's it's a good sandwich. It's a fine sandwich. Uh, I would like to uh, to suggest to you that we consider the merits of a little game called The Sims Three. Now, uh, peanut butter and jelly, everyone likes it. It's a comfort food. The Sims Three, on the other hand. That is a, an experience by which your average Joe can uh, take on some of the qualities better associated with the Lord our God. Uh, imagine you're sitting at home, uh, a little bit bored, not sure what to do with your evening. You, uh, you bust out a, a disc, a simple, circular, very thin disc with a hole in the center. The hole is uh, proportional to the size of the disc. But it's uh, basically you pop it into your computer. The next thing you know, you're designing human beings, entire <laughs> families. And from there, you're in charge of when they go to the bathroom, uh, with whom they mate, uh, their betrayals, their, their, their life, their love, their liberty. Uh, really, you are uh, more than God. You are 
the architect of their entire lived experience. And while I agree with you, I concede. And Aristotle, uh, according to my good friend Ben Shapiro, said that the uh, essence of a good argument is a good concession, that a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is delicious. But what is more delicious, really, than total control? That is my opening argument for The Sims 3. Alrighty, have have at it, ye two. I think that playing God is dangerous and should not be done. I think that trying to have full control over something is only going to lead to obsession, disappointment, uh, craze and power. Why do we need to play God? Can we not just enjoy something as simple as two slices of bread, bit of peanut butter, bit of jelly? Uh, do, do we... Like and another thing too, why Sims three? Is there not a later Sims? Did could they not get it right in the third Sims? Oh, I think they got it absolutely right in the in the third Sims, and and I think you bring me to an interesting point, which is uh, how do you know you're done? You know, with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, sure. You say peanut butter and jelly sandwich, everyone pictures their interpretation of such a sandwich, but this this leads us to follow up questions such as, what kind of bread? What kind of PB? And probably most important, what kind of J? I mean, you can have white bread, crunchy peanut butter, and, and Smucker's grape. You can have a, a whole wheat bread, uh, creamy peanut butter, and Bon Maman raspberry. And, uh, you know, these are entirely different things. Now, listen, a, a variety is excellent. I've got no problem with that. But uh, my issue here is... Uh, how is that really better than designing a world in which you have a family of seven, hardworking family of seven, and uh, the father, he's, he's always at work, but, but what if he gets fired? And what if instead of going to work, he goes to the gym and impregnates everyone else in the town? <laughs> and uh, now there's children running around all over, clearly this man's genetic offspring, uh, leading the mother of the family to go insane, lock the father in a room where he is unable to eat or go to the bathroom. And he dies uh, soaked in his own urine. And this is all for your viewing benefit. So you sort of made my argument for me, uh, firstly, by describing the versatility of PB&J, how anyone can kind of create their own perfect version of it. Uh, as were you described, then you described a nightmare situation. Uh, but, but Hey, you know, maybe there are people who, uh, a bit damaged, a bit, a bit sicko who need something like the Sims. Uh, but I think what those people really need is help. And I think listeners, if you know anyone playing the Sims or is into that, I, I would just like call them, make sure they're okay. Uh, and just, just make sure they don't go down a dark path of, of control and playing God. Now you're making an ad hominem bad faith argument here. You're, you're suggesting that anyone who engages with the Sims three has some sort of a sociopathic God complex. Whereas I would argue that, uh, your, your selection of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich is, is far deadlier. Uh, peanut butter is, uh, is, is part of the peanut family, is, is part of the second most common group of allergens. And uh, speaking as someone with a tree nut allergy, 
which is doesn't include peanuts, but they are my brothers, uh, and uh, I do support them. Uh, though I don't personally care what happens to them, I do theoretically, you know, I stand with them, though I will not help them if they need my help. Is that does that make sense? Sure. Um, I, you know, I, I would ask, what would you say to the community, the beleaguered peanut allergen community at a time uh, such as this, when you choose to stand up and and uh, champion such a deadly, deadly sandwich? Well, I wouldn't say uh, I wouldn't say say sure it can it, it can be deadly for some, but I wouldn't I, I I'd still argue the same you know for uh, my favorite song or my favorite painting you know and, and there's still those who are blind and deaf who can't enjoy these things. Uh, there are plenty of substitutes for the PB and J. Granted, they can't they won't be as good, and that's okay. There are many uh wonderful things in life pleasures indulgences that i won't be able to enjoy uh and not even out of my you know whether it being life or death or just like i just won't be able to enjoy them they have yet to be invented in my lifetime and that's just part of existing um but you know to try to to not accept that to try to change the world around me play god uh you know th that's where the real slippery slope begins uh, what, what's stopping you from going into The Sims and, uh, you know, ruining these people's lives, the, these digital entities' lives? Oh, I'm not sure that I'm ruining anything. I think I'm giving them a uh, valuable perspective. I mean, you take any other video game, Grand Theft Auto, for example, and uh, they're sort of a predetermined path. You can make small choices along the way. You can delay the inevitable. But uh, in the end, the, uh, the their fate has been predecided. Uh, let's 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 examine another scenario uh, in The Sims Three. Per mm -hmm. Perfectly hypothetical scenario. I'm not mm -hmm. saying I've done this, but mm -hmm. let's say that you uh, want to take your character and you want to uh, train them up uh, uh, fully as an artist. You 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 buy them an easel. You start them out slow. They're on the level one skill set. Uh, but over time, they develop that skill, they hone that skill, they learn a love for painting and artistry, they fill their home up with their work and with work that they admire. Uh, they finally get to level 10 of the whole thing, they're a master painter, and what do you do? Uh, you, you take the easel away, and you take all the art away, and you, and you, and you lock them out of the house and into the swimming pool, <laughs> and then... You take the stairs away too. I mean, that's an invaluable learning experience. <laughs> that's a, so okay. try, get, try getting uh, that from I a lagoon. I, I can see that sounds great, and, and I, you know, if I were in that situation, I, I'd be extremely grateful to my uh, creator for putting me in that. You know, having to overcome that, you know, awesome hardship. But you know, life isn't always about controlling digital characters sometimes it's about having a nice delicious sloppy uh you know sandwich now i guess i'm curious to know when you say sloppy sandwich would you please describe for the listeners your ideal pb and j absolutely uh so my ideal pb and j uh 
is is like it, it's deconstructed and you dip it all in water first. Uh, all the ingredients you dip in water before get it nice and uh, sloppy. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, nice and wet. And then you uh, you first eat the bread. So it absorbs the jelly in PBE. Uh, and then you eat a whole jar of PBE. And then you lick a little spoon of jelly at the end. Uh, that's called Jack style. And, and it's beautiful. I mean, it, it, I actually just had one before this. Uh, that's why uh, I'm, I'm, you know, bracing my insides. Because it, it, it's a whole day experience afterwards, just having to digest uh, an entire jar of peanut butter. Um, that's why that's why you look like that right now. That's why I look like this. That's why I'm covered in shit. <laughs> I, I mean, first of all, that sounds great. And I think I need to put you in touch with my personal chef. Do you know Mario Batelli? Uh, but it's uh, oh, got... he, I'm glad he's getting uh, work. I, oh. I know things are <laughs> tough for him. I got him for a song. Believe me. Uh. Uh, uh, listen, that's that sounds that sounds nice. I'm not saying that doesn't sound nice, but um, you know the thing is, you can make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in The Sims Three. Uh, well, you can much, make a, much... you can make a digital create. You know, it's a digital PB and J. Isn't isn't what you're describing a digital PB and J? No, what I'm describing is a sloppy Jack PB and J. Right. And, you know, I don't see the difference, really. These are just different interpretations of the same sandwich. Just because mine is uh, part of a simulated character's, uh, you know, experience leveling up their cooking skill uh, until they get to level 10 and I take away their kitchen and uh, burn their house down and Mm -hmm. uh, as well as their father and uh, many of their pets. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, it's all just part and parcel of of the same thing, if you think about it. The difference is that what I'm describing is sort of an all-encompassing experience, whereas what you're advocating for is sort of an exclusionary, uh, almost uh, on the level of South African apartheid kind of a a dilemma. I feel like what you're describing is uh, 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 causing a, a digital character to go insane. Uh, <laughs> and wreak havoc among his uh, digital community. As we're on describing uh, one of the joys of, of life, uh, of, 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 you know, of being, of, of taste, of, you know, smell, touch. And... What, and what does a sloppy Jack sandwich smell like, would you say? <laughs> well, it depends which portion. Uh, <laughs> the PB&J portion, or the PB portion, uh, smells a lot like peanut butter. Uh, the, the, the J portion uh, smells like uh, the rusty spoon I use, because it's just a little bit of jelly. It's mostly the powering of the, the rusty spoon I use. That rusty spoon, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then the you, rest you, of it, you usually you keep the spoons shot. by the pool, right? You, you, that's oh, where you, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. they're so rusty. Of course, of course, yeah. by the pool. They're, they're dipped in the kidney. Uh, Sloppy Jack, I have a question. Do you yeah. use milk? Do you drink milk? Do I drink milk? Uh, yeah, not 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 with the PB now. Not with the PB and J. Uh, later, I will. I, I, I want to go back to the original wording because you you worded that question a specific way and then you altered it. Do you use milk? Oh, do I do you... use milk? Okay, so, well, here's what I'll say. After, you know, you eat it Jack style, there's a day or two later when you have to do, like, a, a sort of, like, gut detox, and that involves usually a lot of milk. So 
there's a day of just like drinking a gallon or two or milk. And, you know, they say, oh, you can't your stomach can't handle that much milk. It's impossible. If you sip it, you're fine. Uh, so every like three or four minutes, just one sip, one sip, one sip. And you do that for like 36 hours. And, um, and then you're ready to go for another sloppy PB and J a day or two later. So this is interesting. That is exactly what I do after I play The Sims 3. So oh, wow. we agree that, you know, w one sip of milk every second for 36 hours is that's a fine and dandy thing to do. Yeah. And is that what you, what you use one of your straws for? Uh, no, the straws are all for mojitos, nojitos, fojitos and dojitos. That's right. I wouldn't have lied to you earlier. I would have said if there was milk. Oh, I just I didn't realize we were limited to these four. No, normally I go out for milk. I don't like to keep milk in the home. <laughs> I go to one of uh, one of many fine restaurants for the for the milk part. Mm. I'm sorry, Jack. Are you having your milk at home? <laughs> uh, <it> was... <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I remember when I no, was no, no, it's fine. Some of us it. who I, aren't I as high on the showbiz totem uh, have to drink milk indoors. No, it's honestly it's nostalgic to hear about. I uh, that's you know. Yeah, I, I'm sorry I that remember, I, you know, it's embarrassing. I'll admit it. I'll drink my milk by the pool and uh, I the shutters are closed when I do so. No, yeah. oh, OK. Well, there but All there right. but for the grace of God, go I. Wow. All righty. Uh, now, Vic Chobo, Sloppy Jack, let, let's hear some closing statements. Um, I'll begin by just reiterating my points. Uh, PB&J, it's classic. You can have any take on it you'd like. And look, mine may be a bit uh, unorthodox, but that's that's part of the beauty of creation. And it's it's a it's a cute little creation, opposed to building worlds and playing God and uh, ruining uh, not only your own not not only the lives of your digital carriage but also your own by by you know filling your mind with sociopathic behaviors mm -hmm. um ben shapiro uh if you're listening um i'd actually love to hear uh your take on pb and j and uh that's the rest of my time i guess i would start by saying um the great uh J. Robert Oppenheimer, um, who I never got to meet in person, but I feel I know spiritually, once said, uh, now I am become death, destroyer of worlds. And to that I would say, why should he get to have all the fun? Uh, with The Sims 3, even, you know, your most average sort of uh, down-on-their-luck guy uh, or, or gal or anywhere in between uh, can with a, a couple strokes of the mouse, uh, take on the power of a true god. Uh, you say sociopath, I say benevolent in, in mysterious ways. I say uh, perhaps one digital character's hardship is, uh, is another real human being at the uh, end of the laptop's uh, pure entertainment and joy so you know go ahead and have your little sandwich if that's what makes you happy but perhaps if what you're actually craving is a uh, real unbridled power 
go ahead and pop in that little disc with a little hole. And you guys know what I'm talking about when I say the little hole on the inside? It's like a I, disc. I'm it's sorry, a circle, I don't understand. When you're describing disc. when you're saying a disc, I'm all I'm picturing is a salami, but that, that's that can't be what you're talking about. It's well, it's not you're not far off. Imagine a salami, right? Okay, I'm picturing a salami. A little, a little donut hole right in the center. So you're describing a donut. I'm thinking of a donut. Yeah, that's that's. I guess it's sort of. A, I can't think. I can't think of a verbal way to distinguish it for a donut. If my buddy Ben was here, he would be able to do this. But you know, I'm just. I'm taking my first crack at it. Uh, you're you're doing okay, Big Chobo. You're doing okay. In fact, you're doing so okay. You just won that debate. Oh, that is good to hear. Because otherwise, I would have had a gigantic fit. Um, so that's nice. I, that feels good. Um, well, it feels good for now, but we actually have two topics that have just been generated. Uh, Matthew, you'll be debating in favor of a reality show of your oh choice. Boy. Oh, oh, boy. And Shobo will be debating in favor of a drug of his choice. I see. Yes. Um, okay. If it, I were debating for the drug, I probably still would have done uh, PB&J. Uh, but well, not my debate. and I am going to speak of a reality show that is my drug. I'm talking about Pawn Stars. Pawn Stars is a good one. Pawn yeah. Stars. It's one of the one of the great shows of television and beyond. Uh, I I love those four fuckers. I I like the way they um, they're just sort of like. Like they act like they know a lot, but they're kind of dummies, and they're just like just kind of rude to everyone and each other. And then they bring in their friend who's an expert on some historical thing. It's usually a gun guy. They just bring in their gun guy. Um, it's an awesome show. It's great for learning like very surface level things about history. It's great to like turn your mind off and still feel like you're watching something educational. And you get these great secondary segments where you get to watch them not doing the one thing that their job is, the pawn starring, but then do like plot lines and they have to improvise all that. And it's so funny because they're, uh, they're, 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 they're not actors. They're not actors. And they just gotta, they gotta interact. And so it's mostly like uh, uh, Chumley does something that the rest of them think is stupid. And then Rick is like calling Chumley an idiot. And then the episode ends with Chumley being proven to be less of an idiot, but then he still says something that proves he's an idiot. Um, and then Chum Lee made it big selling sneakers. And then I think there was some big drug bust, uh, with Chum Lee. Uh, so he's, he's doing interestingly. Um, but he, he, he's not the butt of the jokes anymore. Not of my jokes. And it's wonderful television and, uh, drugs, drugs. That's they're They're ruining Chum Lee's life. How about that? I yield my time. Well, that is a compelling argument. Um, I can't say that I personally never enjoyed a, a couple episodes of Pond Stars. It's a, it's a fine program. It's a good program. It's been on the air since 2008, which makes it an old program. It's sort of old news, in my opinion. I will be speaking uh, on behalf of a, of a drug. Uh, it's a new drug. Uh, it's a new drug that is, is won't this make what uh, Hugh Lewis sung about? Sorry for to interrupt. No, thank you. This is uh, I. I first uh, was aware of this when my close personal friend Huey Lewis uh, sung about it, backed up by my other close personal friends, the News. <laughs> um, and uh, and he was saying that he wanted it, 
And uh, let me tell you, he was right to want it because this new drug, it's a hell of a drug. Uh, it won't make you crash your car. It won't make you feel three feet thick. Uh, it won't hurt your head or make your mouth too dry or you're too red or won't make you nervous. Won't make you wonder what to do. Uh, it, it's it's really it's a great drug and it's called Ozempic. And, <laughs> uh, you know, this is a, this is a great drug. And I just recommend that everyone go out, talk to your doctor and get it. Uh, fast and uh, don't ask any more questions it's really not important what's in it or what it does or what it's meant to do just get it baby just be cool that's what drugs are for <laughs> I, I i'll jump right back in and say ozempic just to do uh, a little classic maneuver that's done on this very podcast where the two topics are sort of brought together as a way to sort of really compare them uh, close to home um, I think if the Pawn Stars themselves took Ozempic, they would look terrible. I, <laughs> I I think their bone structure is perfect already, and if they were to take it, it would make them all look like freaks. Mm. Very strong. Uh, okay, you know what? Uh, uh, my good friend uh, Ben Shapiro. Uh, again, Wait, you know Ben? You know Ben? Well, I don't want to keep name dropping Ben Shapiro, but he does pay me $100 every time I do it. So, uh, listen, fojitos aren't free. Uh, if they were, they would call them free hitos. Uh, on the other hand, uh, I think everyone else should take Ozempic. Uh, looking at you guys right here, you know, you're, you're good looking boys, both of you. Uh, Jack, how much would you would you say you weigh? At this moment, well, I just had that PB, so on a normal day, I'm probably like 135. But right now, I'm 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 pushing P. I'm pushing 160. I've got that whole PB in me. I think you could. I think you could stand to to take that down a full maybe 40, 50 pounds. I think you could. Really, <laughs> I think any I think any adult man who weighs over 100 pounds needs to talk to their doctor about Ozempic because again, it's a it's a new drug. Uh, it does what it should. It won't make you feel too bad. And by the way, it won't make you feel too good either. That, oh, that could nice. also be, that's a problem with the old drugs. You know, it's uh, you take them, you go, boy, oh boy, do I feel too good? And with Ozempic, you won't have that problem. So that's sort of my follow up. I have a bit of a question for Matt, because I, sometimes when I watch Pawn Stars, I'm feeling too good. Uh, have I not watched enough? Like what's your sort of t solution? Too to good? Yeah. Too good? Uh, that, that, that's not a problem, my friend. That's uh, th there's no there's no such thing as too good. It's uh, you can't have too much of a good thing. Uh, too much Pawn Stars. I I guess that means you're entertained kind of continuously forever, and you know the most about uh history in a sort of general sense. I guess I do know the most about history. You're right, Matt. Yeah, in a sort of general sense. And may I just say. Uh, By that I, you mean uh, you know the most about generals of war, such as George <laughs> Washington or uh, you know, sure, Ulysses sure, Grant. MacArthur. Yeah, I um, I would say that. I'll, I'll also say that. Uh, well, I guess I'll I'll just ask you, Big Chobo. Um, so I don't meet that 100 pound, thre pound threshold. I'm 98 and a half pounds, uh, soaking wet. Um, I'm I just took a dip in the kidney shaped pool. Um. <laughs> What what I would like to know is uh, 
should I take Ozempic? Because I have a feeling it will just make me waste away. Sure. Well, I think even at 98, you know, with your frame, I think you could stand to go down like a good 40, 50 pounds. You know, I think that uh, uh, let's just put it this way. Jared Leto uh, got rail thin and uh, and he didn't do it by eating salads, if you know what I mean. And, uh, oh, and I, I, I think I, I think I know what he did. I, th I think so. He did and, the uh, uh, he did the Jack's PB and J challenge. Exactly. And uh, and and you know what he did after that? He won the Academy Award, and that got him a sweet little gig playing a cool guy called the Joker. So, you know, mm. I and can't... that got him a sweet little gig playing a cute little guy called Morbius. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's been Morbin time ever since. So, uh, you know, I think that if you want to achieve that kind of a show, look, I, Big Chobo, everyone knows, weighs no more than 35 pounds. Uh, absolutely sloppy, soaking wet. Yeah. So, oh yeah, you're you're absolutely you're wafer thin. You know we see and uh, there've been times when we've caught Chobo uh, as, he, as he was almost gusted away by a, a gust of wind. Big, the big and big Chobo is really more about my stature in the industry, right. sure, uh, than it is about about my physical size. Not to mention so, it's smart it, that you often tie yourself to whatever chair you're near in order to sort of stay stuck to the ground. Yes, I mean the 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 brightest stars are sort of uh, more more shooting stars, you know, floating through the through the breeze and through the wind. And uh, whereas some people they they fly private in airplanes, I sort of just uh, fly where the wind takes me, and I found that that's been a good strategy in show business. Uh, and I owe it all to my good friend uh, uh, Ozempic, which. Uh, by the way, doesn't make me feel nervous. It doesn't make me wonder what to do. <laughs> and uh, it makes me feel like how I feel when I'm alone uh, with you, with you guys. Well, that, that, that's, that's very nice. But uh, you're alone with us right now, and you don't need Ozempic to do that. But there is no way to replicate the feelings that Pawn Stars can give you without Pawn Stars. Uh, Ozempic, you can scratch that same itch in a myriad of ways. Uh, for instance, with a very long stick. But uh, Pawn Stars, on the other hand, erstwhile, uh, is, is a very distinct niche. Uh, you will never learn just a little about history and laugh at the stunts of the old man and, and Brick Harrison and Chumley and uh, the other fucking guy. <laughs> Chumley, is, uh, is he the great-great-grandson of Robert E. Lee? Yeah, I believe so. Why? Well, I'm just saying, you do know a lot about history, generally speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, generally speaking, uh, that includes Chum Lee. And includes General Lee. Yes. I think we're. Ready I think to some... not only do I like uh, this particular bit, but I think our listeners um, are going to eat it. And we're going to eat it the hell up, frankly. <laughs> Uh, I I don't see how they could possibly not. We're covering uh, body dysmorphia, sure, as well as Confederate generals. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I think that the I think the kids are going to eat this one right up. If I know anything from my good buddy Ben Shapiro, that's another hundred dollars in the bank. Uh, this is what the kids crave in the bank. So direct deposit, or or does he just have that kind of access? Uh, oh yeah, no, he's got direct direct deposit access to my uh, to my Chase Freedom account. Oh, oh, and uh, are you liking that freedom? 
uh let me tell you when you're when you're good close personal friends with ben shapiro another hundred bucks in the bank uh <laughs> freedom is very important uh, to the whole enterprise <laughs> mm. and uh, uh, i guh. guess you could say enterprise the uh the rental company is very important to freedom and that's a hundred dollars in the bank for me i wouldn't know anything about renting a car <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say my closing statement now. Yeah, no, I'm I'm hearing some, I'm down to hear some closers, but uh, I'd just like to add Chobo is uh, also a 16 year old boy. So he can't rent a car at this time. Uh... Yeah. Well, you know, if I live to be 25, you know, maybe, uh, maybe I'll give it a go, but uh, let's just say the, uh, the candles burning bright at both ends, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so for my closing statement, I'm going to say that Big Chobo is killing himself with Ozempic. He's 35 <laughs> pounds. He flies through the air without discrimination. Uh, he drinks from these straws? He drinks from these straws. He goes out for milk. He is a menace to himself, uh, 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 not to mention the industry. Uh, Ozempic is killing him. It's the reason he's so... Uh, uh, Thin, thin as a little hair, and um, uh, it would do him good to maybe learn about general history because uh, the thing about Pawn Stars is that it can give you important lessons that you will need later in life for when your career implodes because you've gotten so uh, so thin and so light uh, that you ostensibly disappear and no one will ever hire you within the industry because you're gone. You're just nothing. You're just a lack of a thing. And I'm not saying that's going to happen to big Chobo, but I think that's going to happen to big Chobo. And I yield my time. Wow. Um, well that hurt my feelings a little bit and I don't know if that, uh, affects the judge's ruling, but that did hurt my feelings a little bit. Um, uh, I guess for my closing statements, uh, I would just go back to quoting my, uh, my good buddy Huey and say um, the power of Ozempic is a curious thing. Uh, <laughs> make a one man weep, make another man sing, uh, change a hawk to a little white dove more than a feeling. That's the power of Ozempic. Um, hmm. Wow. That was, that was extremely riveting. I, I was honestly, uh, Matt, you had him on the ropes, but I just think the uh, celebrity totem pole. Uh, <laughs> Big Chobo looms too large to lose. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, Matt, Chobo's got this one. Uh, Chobo's got it again. Well, you win some, you lose some, unless you're me, in which case you just win them all. But, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a pleasure to debate you, uh, Matt, and you know, I, I hope that the next time you come just a little bit more prepared. Wow. Yeah. He's won the episode, folks. He's won the episode, folks. Uh, and now it's time for to do, us to do our signature wrap-ups. Uh, and, and the way we start our wrap-ups is to generally say, hey, guest, uh, Big Chobo, uh, thank you for being here. Uh, do you have anything you would like to plug? This episode is released this Friday. Uh, to plug, yes, um, I have a, a a musical album uh, coming out in the coming months. Uh, it's titled uh, "Whether or Not You Know It, It's True," and uh, that'll be available on Spotify and Apple Music. And uh, you just keep a keep an eye out for that. There's no uh, release date yet because uh, my close personal friend Justin Bieber just told me you just go for it. You know, you just when you <laughs> when you feel like you've got it done, you just go for it. You just do it. 
And uh, and I remember he said that, and Alec Baldwin was across the table, and he said he's goddamn right. So you know, when when two heavy hitters like that tell you what to do, you just you just listen. Mm. And uh, I I would uh, like to plug, um, well, Alec Baldwin. He's had a hell of a career, hasn't he, folks? And I'm so excited for whatever he does next. So I'm gonna plug Alec Baldwin. And uh, I'm probably going to plug my ass uh, as I begin this milk fast. Uh, I guess it's not a milk. I guess, uh, I guess it is a milk fast. Uh, well, you drink the milk rather fastly. That's true. I drink it extremely quickly. Each sip is, is really fast. Um, so and, uh, and, you, and you drink it at home. And, you know, what are you if not Jack Holmesley? It's true. Mm. And, and <laughs> what am I if not drinking milk in the shadows of my own home? Uh, and in the showers, you and in the showers of my home, the multiple showers you have, the normal one and the golden one. Uh, <clears throat> folks, this has been another episode of Apples and Oranges. We will see you in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs>